0: Hey there, it's Guadalupe Lee. I am visiting bookstores around southern Ontario to promote my Bronze Age historical fantasy novels, Orope the White Snake and Picari the Azure Fish. Stay tuned to the end of the episode to learn more about that ongoing series. On October 30th, 11 a.m. to 5 p.m., we will be at Indigo Burlington Centre at Guelph Line and Queen Elizabeth Way. Come on down to learn about my novels, or to just chat about The Lord of the Rings. See you then! Hello, and welcome to RivenPod, Pod, the only Lord of the Rings podcast that has lost its will to live. Mm-hmm. I'm Berlin.
1: And I am Noé Sallar.
0: And we're gonna give our reaction to the season finale of... Uh on-prem videos The Lord of the Rings The Rings of Power
1: And for the tone you can just suppose it's not gonna be a very a very cheerful <laughs> review
0: I'm, <laughs> I'm honestly finding it hard to find the energy to do this right now
1: I mean, yes I,
0: I kind of, like, I kind of want to cry <laughs> and that might be an over-the-top reaction, but I'm so disappointed for so many different reasons
1: like to me it was astonishing how they can just go bad so fast in in one single episode how you can just like ruin that many things
0: (laughs) I mean together you know we were complaining about the way they treated Galadriel's character before but I'm just livid, like, they fucked her up so bad, and they, I mean, they made her a whiny, petulant teenager, and then they took away one of the best things about her from the book, which was that she was the only one who never fell for Sauron's bullshit, and they have her fall for Sauron's bullshit,
1: basically was her 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 main line during all all the season
0: the disrespect that the writers the producers the showrunners have for Galadriel's character is so upsetting to me that I'm honestly like I think I might cry (laughs) like I'm I'm too angry to even like go on a rant. Like, I'm just so upset right now.
1: Yeah, because they just condense all of that in the last half of the last episode where she starts to become a little like a, you know, like a suspicious. Yeah,
0: all of a sudden she's suspicious of him.
1: And it's not only until she finally finds the scroll where she actually realizes that she's evil, yada yada. But until now, it's best buddies ever.
0: Yeah, like...
1: In fact, they was holding hands during all the season. Yeah. Until they arrived to it agent, basically.
0: Which is, it's just really insulting for her character, because...
1: I mean, what's w- some it's of... such of-
0: bullshit. And also, you're just completely rewriting her origin story by saying that she's directly responsible for Sauron's rise to power, which is so off-base...
1: Because they was kind of like a saving the life to each other and you know like a bonding together, going for adventures. And suddenly it's like, a, no, suddenly I don't like you." And I have this scroll that prove it, all in the last half an hour, basically. It, it is- was such a character
0: shift for no real good reason. Like you should have been suspicious of him from the beginning. It's so ridiculous
1: that you. They was building up something from like nine episodes to just completely disregard it in the very last, just for the sake of.
0: (gasps) And they also just disregarded the books completely. Well, yes. I mean, never even mind like, Hullbrand actively helping make the three elven rings, which is, again, like a complete contradiction from the books.
1: Well, you can argue that she lived before they actually made the Three Rings. I guess,
0: I guess we could argue that. But.
1: And I am also okay with the fact that he's a human and not an elf. I mean, I, mean it I, didn't really matter. I don't think it really mattered. But how they was building up the character, like the character of Sauron and Hyrule Tegur Galadriel to this point, It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Like uh, I I know what they were thinking. Like, oh, we're going to do it in that way so the people don't see it coming. And they make this beautiful reveal and the people is going to lose their mind.
0: I mean, despite the fact that I figured out it was (laughs) Hallbrand. I I mean, (laughs) months and months, even before the first trailer came out. And I wasn't the only person who realized it was (laughs) Hallbrand. But I decided to put that aside. And I said it on this podcast that if they revealed that Halbrand Brand was going to be Sauron, I'm done with this show because it completely contradicts Galadriel's character. Yes. And I'm done. I'm I'm over this show. This isn't the Lord of the Rings. I mean, it's a very expensive fantasy show that I'm sure a lot of people like. And I don't want to take that away from anybody, but this is not the Lord of the Rings and they should take that name off
1: of it. I mean, they use an inspiration with the books. They do, they are not following the also, books.
0: Also, those rings were ugly. You're not going <laughs> to cut those stones down and make them all pretty and sparkly? What the fuck was that? I mean... Now I'm just annoyed because I know I got to make another fucking podcast about this show.
1: Well, we're going to let pass the weekend and just let this settle a little. And... And again, like uh, I, don't like what they do with Galad. In these last episodes, they could just make him the big deal about like uh, the Mithril. Which I uh, hate. I, 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 mean, we, we talk about, and then now suddenly, Gil is like a whatever. I'm leaving to Lindon, and it's completely... We're out of time for some reason. Uh, and then it is just he just leave the show and just go to Lindon. It's like I am not longer. In this finale. gil
0: was such a waste of space in this show. I'm not even entirely sure what the point of him was.
1: Yeah, because they was making all of this character and his huge motivation f- to find the mithril to, in the last episode, make, like, a smoke bomb and disappear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, I mean, he I mean he literally seriously. He literally was just there for exposition. Every time he showed up, it was, like, exposition time. And then, in the last episode, he's just there to be like, we're out of time! Which is like, what, do you have a fucking countdown? Like, a tree dying in Linden... Is not really a good gauge of how much time you have left before the light of Valar leaves you, or whatever bullshit the writers came up with.
1: Yeah, because the, like the the tree, it is just the thermometer or, or like the symptom. Because you can rubies this piece of like a mithril and heal the tree.
0: Yeah, go take the mithril to the tree, and then you'll have them another month. I don't know.
1: I guess despite that, like Gil-galad is making stupid decisions. They're
0: all making stupid decisions. But every character but, was dumbed down so hard in this show but
1: unless give me some like a some resolution of that stupidity but you just make all of this stupid arc to just disregard it because the whole thing of the elves and the dwarves is we need to secure the mithril D- they completely disappear i mean they just this they just disregard all of that thing we
0: didn't even get the dwarves this episode
1: yeah i i, I of course, because, I, like, a, yeah. th- that plot th- don't matter anymore. I think we missed two episodes in the middle. <laughs> where where they resolve, where whatever is mother with the mithril, But no, instead of that, it's like, a, oh, we are running out of episodes. Rings! Let's Look. just
0: make a myth-real ring. and oh, what I'm saying. I know we're going to talk about more this more in the next episode. But they just, they mixed silver, gold, and steel. Yes. <laughs> and then a lump of mithril, which is
1: really annoying because only one of those rings
0: is made out of mithril. Uh,
1: no, but then they put with this spiral that magically Yeah, se- tell se- me tell se- me the se- chemistry of this separ- yeah. separated the, th- the three meta because I'm po- not even joking, he's a chemist. He can tell us the chemistry. <laughs> because the point is they was making an alloy. But then they make this like a spe- magic spiral that separates the three metals into three mini lingots. Are you are,
0: are you telling me this isn't uh, this isn't accurate?
1: <laughs> and it's, it it is three metals like a steel, gold, silver, and mithril. It's four. But then they make only three lingots of pure something. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna I'm <laughs> gonna research a little bit more for the next episode because it is something that toys me. But that is complete bullshit. By the way, they melt all together no. when, like a, the gold and silver melt way way before the steel.
0: Yeah, and also like, why wouldn't you just take apart the hilt and and melt the pieces separately? Why would you? Yeah,
1: I mean, you you can separate it mechanically fairly easily, just like yeah. a, like chisel, chisel. Come yeah. on. And it was like a, also pearls. The pearls go all in as well. <laughs> Remember? No, but in the hills, you know, they have some pearls decorated. Oh, that's
0: right. There were pearls in there. And
1: they just throw. They just throw it inside. <laughs> so they melt the pearls. <laughs> I don't think you can even melt pearls.
0: <laughs> I don't. Well, I guess everything melts if you get it hot enough.
1: But 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 not with, not in a forts. I don't know.
0: I mean. <laughs> I, this is just going back to they're, they're clearly more interested in the visual yes. than in any kind of logic.
1: And, and addition, all of the like uh, ideas that Harvard have, they were so stupid.
0: <laughs> they were so obvious. That was the really annoying thing.
1: No, the first is, I'm going to say to this legendary craftsmill that if you mix two metals... You can improve the quality. By
0: the way, have you ever heard of alloys? <laughs>
1: if you put chrome in steel, boom.
0: Amazing. <laughs> Thank you for this gift.
1: Uh. And, and then when they have this explosion because, oh, we're making too much pressure. But <laughs> if we put less pressure, like, oh, Astonishing. They just basically Im- like inverse the polarity.
0: Yeah, yeah, exactly.
1: Oh, what's... Oh, oh, my God. Was, uh, as much as I remember seeing scene that episode, it is becoming more and more lame.
0: <sighs> we haven't even talked about the Gandalf stuff, but I... I but honestly, it was... That was, like, the one shining point of the
1: episode. Again, heartful part. No, daily, I The
0: uh, I kind of want to clarify. I don't hate the fact... That he is Gandalf. Like, we knew he was a wizard. I'm disappointed because I think it would be so much more interesting to see Saurman in this role. Because we know that Saurman started like Gandalf, like yeah. a very good, pure... Like, he was the wisest of the Astari. He was the very best of them. And it would have just been much more compelling... To see him in that pure form and and kind of start to see the little cracks that will eventually lead to his demise. That's way more interesting to me. Like, now we have Gandalf, there's nowhere for his character to go.
1: Uh, because we know exactly, like, uh, where, who he am up. Like,
0: he's already at the point where he is in the Lord of the Rings. Like, a very wise and kind friend to the halflings, you know? The one interesting character progression he had in season one was kind of, you know, he's all discombobulated and he's trying to get his shit together. Well, now his shit is together, so where do we have to go from here?
1: Well, I mean, we, we should like uh, make like uh, the point that if somebody didn't catch it, we know that it's Gandalf, because basically it, oh, is, yeah. it is one quote that like uh, he's saying in the Lord of the Rings when he's in Moria. So it's basically like a direct reference to that.
0: Yeah, it was an indirect confirmation. They basically had him quote himself from the Fellowship of the the Rings. You know, always follow your nose. Or when in doubt, follow your nose or whatever. So yeah, it it seems very, very, I'm going to say 99.99% positive this is Gandalf.
1: And, and, And to me it was, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> to, to, to me it was so clear that it's gonna be one of like the blue withers because like well, <laughs> we don't know nothing of the blue withers. So yeah, right? again, it, you
0: have a clean slate There's so you know can meet you whatever, whatever you
1: want and then do you put the wizard in the green booths. And who is the wither that grew in the green bus? Radagas, Radagas the, yes. the brown. the brown the brown. The brown. So he's like, okay, well, I'm okay because you know a little bit of the Radagast, but not too much. So it can be a little bit interesting. And then Gandalf, It's like, uh, okay.
0: Like I get that it's the most obvious choice, but it is the least interesting.
1: And the the people that is not invested in the books will likely enjoy the most. Yeah, I think because they know the character. The
0: casual movie goer that Gandalf is the best choice, but. Again, it's just, like, we can't have any more character progression with him. Like, okay, he's gone to Rune to figure out the mystery of the constellation or whatever, but that's not character growth. That's just him uncovering information.
1: Yeah.
0: Okay. I mean, I guess Nori's got some... Character growth to go.
1: But, yeah, but now he, Gandalf is just, like, a born in four seasons because it is... Yeah, mm, what's he going
0: to do for four seasons? He's just going to wander around,
1: basically. Yeah, and, you know, having adventures, healing things, and... Well, not healing things, apparently. <laughs> I know.
0: You know, if they had had, like, a scene earlier in the season, like, after him healing himself, where, like, I don't know, somebody had a cut on their hand and he tried to heal them and it didn't work. And so we can establish, oh, he can only heal himself. That would be fine. But in this, it's like he's just standing there watching Sadak die. And as far as the audience knows, he can heal using his magic, and he's not even offering.
1: Uh, Yeah, like nobody even contemplate the possibility. Because the the thing that I thought about is, okay, when he tried to heal the tree, he kind of was a little rough with it, and so just kind of like he can break Sadok trying it but nobody even acknowledged that yeah. you know it is like a, oh maybe they have a conversation where it's like a, oh maybe we can heal it it's like no I cannot control the powers
0: Or, or even you know, or even have Sadok just be like no it's okay, it's my time. Yeah. And like have that be a growth moment for Gandalf, realizing that he, all he things cannot, must end. He
1: cannot save everything you or know, everyone. That would
0: also be very
1: intriguing. But no, he just sit in there and <laughs> see him dying <laughs>
0: And and by far the worst thing of all is that they left Poppy behind.
1: Oh, I know. I'm
0: heartbroken. Poppy was the best. Yes. And if she's not in season two, then what's the fucking point?
1: I mean, the, my only reasoning it is just they don't want to copy the Frodo Sam. I don't care. Situation, <laughs> but I don't fucking care. <laughs> Give me Poppy. That was the best. <sighs> to me, the saddest part is. In this last episode, we were talking a, lo- a lot about the how cannot be Gandalf. And how, like, it would be more interesting anyone but Gandalf.
0: Yeah.
1: And after all of that, that the fact that he's Gandalf is the last part that annoys me from this episode. I honestly
0: say, like, it doesn't anger me. I just think it's a missed opportunity. But the stuff with Galadriel angers me.
1: But, but the point is, how bad that was this episode. <laughs> that the thing they were bitching for I know. for like a twenty episodes just don't matter. You know Yeah. I feel
0: like nothing matters anymore. No, it is like a
1: who cares he is Gandalf after everything else. <laughs> you know.
0: You know what? I was going to suggest like after the next episode that we have a marathon and watch all the episodes and Oof. then I don't want to do that anymore.
1: I, I I think I need I need a break.
0: I need a long time and <laughs> and
1: maybe you know in three months when the things settle.
0: Well, if you think I'm renewing my Amazon Prime subscription, you're <laughs> sadly
1: <laughs> mistaken. So. <laughs> no, definitely we are not paying <laughs> for me to see that, but. I do. <sighs>
0: I guess I do kind of want to stress that like, I understand that a person who has little to no interest in the books themselves will probably really enjoy this show. And I don't even think it's not that it's like, so poorly written, although there's definitely some questionable choices in there. (laughs) It's just that it, it completely contradicts so much of the source material that I, I just don't even understand why. At, at a certain point, like, it, w- number one, do you think you can improve on Tolkien? Because I mean that's a
1: laugh. I, I mean, th- think about what you <laughs> want to reply to this.
0: <laughs> and, and two, at a certain point, if you're going to change the story so much... Why even do Lord of the Rings? I mean, I know the answer to that one. It's because it's an expensive IP, people recognize it, and of course they're going to watch it if you slap that name on it. But again, this was not Lord of the
1: Rings. It just wasn't. We really want to emphasize that when we are criticizing, it is not because it's a bad show, it is because... Like, there a, the, was
0: a lot of lazy writing I called it out every time I saw it but there yes plans.
1: but, but <laughs> like a, when the focus of this like a podcast it is try to connect the TV show with the books and yeah. with the source materials so if you see the po- if you see the episodes and you like it, it it we are not saying that the show is less the show should not be enjoyed It's like if you want to something that is, like a loyal and just like a follow the books as as Tolkien wrote it, this is not a product and honestly as the seasons go I think this only will become worse because now they are diverging from the the original so uh, as the show advance I only can see as this divergence it is going further and further and just I think by season 3 we cannot I don't know if we ever recognize like uh, what is happening with the sources at all.
0: I already don't recognize... I don't recognize Galadriel. I don't yeah. know who that character is, but it's not Galadriel. Like, I, I don't recognize fucking Gil-Galad,
1: <laughs> you know? Oh, no. <laughs> the, Jesus, Gil-Galad. I'll
0: still give them props. I, I do think Elrond was done well, but the fact that you could only do one single named character <laughs> from the books well... Actually, you know what? I'll give them Elendil. I did. I thought Ellendil was. Oh, you know, one. I
1: like. I mean, honestly, it is not enough in the books to really say that it's like a good f- uh, yeah. or not. But the character is good. He
0: was. A, he was a great character. The actor
1: did an amazing job. Um, and by the way, what happened with Elpharazon?
0: He was very sad. His uncle died from. It's
1: like, come on, you you don't give us like a resolution. solution. Well, obviously that's <sighs> season two. Yeah, but like, uh, honestly, they already arrived to Númenor. Give me a scene. I don't know. With, like, Alphara... <laughs> I know, it's very upsetting. <laughs> uh, give me a scene of Alphara sitting in the throne.
0: And yeah, it give some kind of, like... Just a little bit of more foreshadowing. Oh, my God, this dog. <laughs> Sorry, our dog was very upset over the season finale.
1: <laughs> I know, puppy, I know.
0: <laughs> and, you know, just to... Just to go back to, like... Hallbrand and the way they had to break Galadriel's character in order to make that a a surprising reveal at the end. All right. Alright. So you have all this source material but you also want to create a TV show like Game of Thrones which has all of these startling revelations and the only way for you to like shock the audience is to change the source material. I think that is extremely lazy and bad writing especially when you compare it to game of thrones Um, at least in the earlier seasons that had a book to follow they followed those books really well and it was still shocking and exciting for an audience to watch
1: especially the the very first three seasons was Word by War, the books following.
0: Oh yeah,
1: and the even first f- three seasons
0: were really. A- and weird. even
1: fourth and five, you have minor changes, but nothing like a too too crazy. Well, honestly,
0: some of the changes improved the books. So. <laughs> and
1: and you know, it can be fan fiction.
0: Yeah, and it was pure fanfiction. and that's how I felt about this. Yes, in fact, actually, I. <laughs> I started thinking this a few weeks ago, but I was thinking I could write a better fan fiction than this, <laughs> and I'm I'm half tempted to try.
1: <laughs> but the, the problem is, it is just into fan territorial after season the first it's, season. Yeah,
0: we're we're just in season one. And
1: as I say, as much you change, like a farther the the, the change is gonna go in the future because like a, you are carrying these changes to the future plots and. As I said, by season three, you would not be able to recognize anything. So
0: I was trying to think of a single plot line from season one that is actually from the books. Accurate. And um, the only plot line that seems to actually be somewhat similar is in this episode. And And it's them, you know, getting... The gift of advice yeah. from Halbrand and creating the rings. There's no other plot line in this season that comes from the books. Galadriel going to Valinor no. never happened. Galadriel going to Numenor to get the army never happened. Numenor going with Muriel to save the Southlands never happened.
1: I mean, they have a war in the Southlands, but it is just completely like a different. So it
0: wasn't even in the Southlands. It was in Eregian.
1: Was in Yeah,
0: because it yeah. was after. This is basically how Eregion got destroyed. It was after the creation of the rings, when Sauron came yeah. for the rings to get them back from Columbrabor.
1: Um, and, and by the way. That's when the
0: Numenorians came and like.
1: And was the dwarves the that saved the day. Yeah. It that, that wasn't <laughs> the was even there. There's literally
0: not a single plot line from this season that comes from the
1: books. O- other than the like a the creation of the rings. And itself. it's
0: barely recognizable. Because yeah. how many years did it take to make the rings? Ninety.
1: <laughs> Ninety. Ninety for make the the three, the seven and the nine. Yeah. And ten more Sauron to make the the one.
0: And I'm I'm not hundred percent sure on this, but weren't the three rings the last to be made? I mean, other than the one ring itself?
1: No, but I mean, like, uh, all of them...
0: No, but I just mean, like, it was almost like the the nine and the seven, they were kind of like practice rings, almost. Yes, correct. And then his craftsmanship was improved so much by this point that when he created the three rings, like, nothing could rival them.
1: Yeah. Except for the one ring. Yeah, basically, the three ring was created after he left.
0: Yeah, because... (laughs) He had no hand in their creation, which is exactly. why they're the only ones that don't turn its wearers into wraiths.
1: So basically the chop chop, we have three weeks, they say three weeks. <laughs> Put the 90 years into three weeks. I don't
0: even mind like the time compression, I know. but it's all the other things around it. It's it's the fact that I mean it just it happened so fast. The fact that Galadriel trusts him. Trusted him completely and, like, introduced him in this... The fact that Galadriel is, for some reason, responsible for all of this... Oh, like, yeah. There's so... <sighs> I can't. I, I I can't. I feel so defeated right now. I don't even... Mm-hmm. I don't know. I I got nothing else, really. I think I could rant a little bit more, but it's...
1: It, yeah, it's, it's going to go into. circles. It's it kind of depressing. Uh, well, I think what gave us a few days to settle this. I
0: think we need a little bit of extra time before we Yeah. do our follow-up episode.
1: I, I think we're going to let the weekend pass. Like, hopefully we're going to visit a good friend this weekend, so probably we're going to be able to relax there. I'm going to see what
0: she thinks about it, because she's not a book fan.
1: No. So I'm curious how she feels, because I think she'll
0: probably really like it. And I don't begrudge her that.
1: In fact, if she didn't watch the episode, maybe, maybe, I don't know.
0: Yeah, maybe we'll watch it with her and just <laughs> cringe through the whole thing. Oh,
1: it's going to be painful. <laughs> so in the beginning of the next week, probably, we're going to make the following up. So just, yeah. just wait uh, maybe a, a few extra days. And hopefully, we're going to be the more calm renting. <laughs>
0: Oh, I feel calm I feel too calm you know that calm before you start murdering people that's how I feel
1: right now <laughs>
0: All well, right we gotta end this shit I'm I'm done and I'm hungry
1: So, <laughs> <laughs> so we we'll, do we have a quote today or? This episode doesn't deserve a quote.
0: I don't think it does deserve a quote. <laughs> but also, I don't have any of my books here. Unless, you know what? Give me some Tom Bombadil.
1: Yes. I need
0: some Tom Bombadil. <laughs>
1: <laughs> That's for sure is not going to appear in this book.
0: It's the tales of, from the perilous. Uh-huh. One, yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what would save this show? Tom Bombadil. No, it's
1: going to ruin it. <laughs> the only thing <laughs> pure that reminds in the books. <laughs>
0: Wise old Bombadil, he was a wary fellow. Bright blue his jacket was and his boots were yellow. None ever caught old Tom in upland or in dingle, walking the forest paths or by the withywindle, or out on the lily pools in a boat upon the water. But one day, Tom, he went and caught the river daughter. In green gown flowing hair, sitting in the rushes, singing old water songs to birds upon the bushes.
1: Bye. Bye. The Tom Bombardier is going to be going
0: to have like a, like a fighting scene with Sauron or something. <laughs> we were the first and we will be the last. From Morgan James Fiction comes the exciting new historical fantasy Orope, the White Snake, by Guinevere Lee. The whispers of the gods have seen the vision, the gods destroying the world in a flood because the old ways have been corrupted and forgotten. Three are chosen, Tersh, Kareth, and Shadi, to go out and warn the world. The gods must be appeased. In Orope, the white snake, Tersh must leave her children and travel to Mataway, the kingdom in the mountains. She also must care for Kereth, and keep him out of trouble. Kareth, told since birth that he is destined for greatness, has been expecting this moment. Certain that he is ready, he quickly discovers that his confidence and curiosity have a tendency to lead him into dangerous situations. Shadi finds himself travelling alone to find the people of the jungle, the Petsuhalpa. The jungle seems like a paradise until he discovers the darker rituals practiced within. Samaki is a merchant who returns to Mahat to find his home destroyed, his father dead and no one to buy his expensive cargo, with his first mate Tughark, The merchant struggles to move forward after his entire world has been upended. The stories of these four travelers intersect and entwine with each other as they move towards their destinations. Guided by visions, the whisperers must use their wits to survive in these strange new lands that would rather use them as political pawns than listen to their warnings. Available in paperback, digital, and audio wherever books are sold. To learn more, visit guineverelee.com. G-U-E-N-E-V-E-R-E-L-E-E and thank you for listening. Music provided by BenSound.com. Picari, the Azure Fish, is the thrilling sequel to Orope, the White Snake. Orope introduced historical fiction fans to a unique fantasy world inspired by Bronze Age history and mythology. Peccati takes them further, going to new kingdoms and introducing new characters. The gods are still angry, but the whispers of the gods are closer than ever to saving the world from a terrible flood. Kareth is still working for the powerful Imota. Kareth hopes Imota will help him deliver his message to the ruler of Mahat. But everything changes when the sorcerer Dedelian takes an interest in him. After the winter snows have melted, Tersh decides to head into the mountain kingdom of Matawe to reach the city of Mesete. Lost in this strange land, she must rely on the help of Tuthalia, a soldier with an unknown past who plans to return home and start a family. Shadi's journey seems doomed by the death of their leader, but the hunter K-set promises to lead them through the jungle. There are sinister things in the jungle, though, and their journey is beset by disease and attacks from wild animals. Samaki sails east, a last attempt to make a good trade that will save his livelihood. The Middle Sea has changed since Samaki last sailed though, and the waters are rife with the ruthless sea people. Continue this wonderful journey through the fantasy world of Picari the Azure Fish, the sequel to Orope the White Snake. Ebook, paperback, and audiobook out now. You can buy it on Amazon, Chapters Indigo, Barnes and Noble, and wherever books are sold. For more information, please go to the website guineverelee.com.
1: you know? you know the saddest part? Oh, we probably should have closed that door. Do you want to go close that door? Yeah. I'm gonna lose my rights
0: <laughs> <laughs> Be be angry at the alarm. <laughs> All
1: right. Us what the saddest thing And to me, the, the saddest part wait, is... Wait, wait, wait. Let me close the door yeah. first.